0: is Up For Debate, episode number 154, recorded in 2019. This or That 6, Matt's Asks. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this July ending episode of Up For Debate. I am Sean. He is Matt. We are back. More This or That. Hello, Matt.
1: Hello, Sean. How are we doing?
0: I'm jazzed. I'm having a great time. We've had a great month. Of yeah. July, can you believe it? It's almost over. You just got back from Italy. I know. Yes,
1: pizza. Ah, pizza yes, was fantastic. Yes, did Loved you meet? It. Did you meet the prime minister? Lasagna, ravioli. Uh, actually, he was just recently deposed in a bloodless coup. <laughs> uh, I think he means sauceless the, coup. The new, the new mayor is Mario Chef Boyardi.
0: <laughs> Mario Chef Boyardee.
1: <laughs> so. Oh, boy. Very great. Excellent time. Well, I'm glad Everybody you Everybody loves nice trip. soccer and uh, they call it football. So And,
0: and baguettes.
1: Yes. And, other... and cheeses. Very, very nice cheeses. And little tiny cups of coffee. Oh, man. They're uh, special people
0: over there. Well, we're glad that you returned, Matt, to ask some this or that questions. It's our annual tradition. Last week, I asked my questions, Matt. Now you're in the hot seat.
1: Yes, it's my turn now. Well, I think now you're in the hot seat because I'm asking the questions. Both of our seats are questions. pretty hot. Yeah, it's July after all. So this hot, hot seats. All right. Jeez. This or that. What do you got? Sean, Jenny. Let's I'm jump ready. right in. And you folks can play at home, too.
0: Yes. Uh, just text your answer. Text uh, debate to 22522. And then uh, we'll pull up your responses as the
1: show goes on. One for this, two for that. There you go. Easy. done. All know. right. So um, my first this or that, Um, would you prefer to listen to or watch a sporting event on TV or radio?
0: What? That was phrase. So would I rather listen to it on the radio or watch it on TV? Indeed. Who in their right mind would say radio? (laughs) I would. Stop that. Stop I would. that!
1: I, 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 there. You know, there. It depends on the moment. Like, sometimes if I'm doing work or chores or anything like that, I prefer the radio to the to the. But watcher. that's because
0: you can't see the TV because you're doing other things.
1: Yeah, but, but if you had, if you had
0: the TV on and just didn't look at it, that's know. basically the radio.
1: Sometimes I like it better. Sometimes I I feel like I can pay attention to it better if I have it if I'm listening to it.
0: I mean, I will say I don't. Mind the radio. If I'm,
1: good, if I'm about to take a nap, what if you're really tired? You had a long day at work and you want to take a nap, and you just put it on the radio.
0: But why sports?
1: What? What do you mean? Why sports? You're watching. You're watching a sporting event. Your favorite team is on. Do you know what Your, I do? Uh, the Springfield Thunderbirds are playing. Your Springfield Thunderbirds, Matt. They're
0: all of our. They're America's team. Do you know what I do? My honestly, and this is 100 true. This is a thing I do. If I can't sleep or something, I will put on a sporting event, I will mute it, and then I will put on a podcast and listen to the podcast while watching the sporting game.
1: That's really confusing. Because it seems kind of unnecessary.
0: Because I'm not, I don't care what's happening in the sporting game.
1: So if you're having trouble sleeping, you'll put a sport, you'll put, you'll put something, a sports game on. Yeah,
0: uh, Mariners Rays. Who
1: cares? And you'll mute, you'll mute it. Yep. And then you'll, but you'll all, you'll listen to a podcast. Yes. Then why, why like the sports game seems very much like a middleman at that point. Like if you're trying to fall asleep, why would you watch? Well, because I can't fall
0: asleep. So rather than just lay there with my eyes closed, you know, it's more distracting. Gotcha. It doesn't make sense. I agree. But what I'm saying is to each their own. It's very hard to get me to listen to a sporting event on the radio. Because it's hard to get me to watch a sporting event at all. So I get it. And I do like radio calls. And I do get the difference between a good radio. Like um, in the fall, sometimes I mow my lawn on Sundays. And if the Patriots are on, I'll listen to the radio call while I'm um, mowing my lawn.
1: I think it just some some part of it just forces you to pay attention more like or to not to the game, but to specific moments of the game. But, but that's such a baseball thing, though. It is baseball on the radio. I'm a baseball centric guy. Basketball on the radio. Forget
0: about it. That's terrible. Uh, And even football on the radio is not fun at all.
1: Yeah, this is pretty much There's sports. You need to see. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's hard. And it's it's very hard to listen to hockey on the radio, too. Yeah. Why would you at that point? (laughs) Yeah, honestly. Uh,
0: But for baseball, I get it. I get it. I don't. I mean, I think baseball is boring no matter how you watch it or listen to it, so maybe the radio makes it more exciting. I'm not sure.
1: Uh, Sometimes.
0: Now, have you ever done the thing, Matt, because I know people do this. Have you ever done the thing where you go to a baseball game, but you also listen to the radio broadcast while you're at the game?
1: I have not. I've never done that, but I I do know people who who do that. I see it all the time at the games you go to. Um. I yeah, no I, I the only I did try to do it once. I did try to do it once, but there was a delay. Mm. and it was frustrating. yeah, and because of the delay, I was like, forget this. like I do like sometimes it's a cool it's a neat experience when you are either online for the concessions during a baseball game or you're in the in the bathroom. Sure. And they have the game running, and they have the audio from the game. It's it's kind of surreal and cool to be like, oh yeah, that's the game I'm at right now, and they're like calling it in real time. Yep, I do. I always like that. Um, so all right, let me move on to the next, uh, the next this or that. Um, pastry chef or regular chef. <laughs>
0: So, I, I truly think you have these written down, but that sounded like you just made that
1: up. Because <laughs> you're a pastry chef or a, I was a trying to make it as dramatic as I possibly regular could. chef. Oh, so, would you God. rather be a pastry chef or a regular or chef? Or a
0: not pastry chef,
1: basically. Yeah, well, like a, like a Well, like a I'm sous, sous like chef. A kitchen chef. Yeah, like, like a I sous don't chef. Know, sous chef, isn't that like an assistant chef?
0: Yeah, but if you're. but. I think that's a more fair comparison. I think in like the hierarchy of a kitchen, I think it's a little more because both report to the executive chef, right?
1: Yeah. Oh, you know what? Yeah. Okay. No, no, it's fair. Yeah. It's so you're, all right. I'm going to, I'll rephrase that the pastry chef or the sous chef.
0: Sous chef. It's more exciting. Why? That's where the action is. Cause think about the pastry chef is you kind of, you do it all you do a lot of it ahead of time. You know what I mean? It's 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 not like it's a more set menu, it's more limited menu. You're not kind of you know, it's not like you it's a big menu and someone says something and you bake it from scratch right there. I mean, there's a certain amount of preparation you do ahead of time. A sous chef, I mean, you're on the line. You've got people screaming at you, orders are coming in, you're cooking on the fly this that and the other thing. Um, I think it's just a little more exciting. Okay. There's also I I would think a bigger margin of error. In being a sous chef, like if you screw up as a sous chef, like if, if the meat's not cooked properly or something, you might be able to get away with it. But I feel like a, because pastry is such a visual presentation and because it's separate from other ingredients, I
1: think if you screw up a pastry or something, people are more likely to notice. Sean, I'm I'm going to take the opposite view here. Whoa. I'm going to I'm go with the pastry chef. I think the pastry chef is kind of like a rock star where he's like he's got a craft And he's like, boom, like she is that, that pastry chef, she is golden. Like, uh, the pastry chef will make like fantastic, amazing presentations. And she knows she's good at her job. I keep switching the gender of this, of the pastry chef just because, you know, it's, it's something anybody can do. Um, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a noble, awesome thing. And the sense of accomplishment you get as a pastry chef I think is is unparalleled in the rest of the kitchen.
0: I don't know if that's true though.
1: Like as two you're who are I mean, not you're chefs. on your own. You're like you're you are you are the pastry chef. It's kind of like a special position in a sport. It's like you're the goalie. Like there's only one goalie on the field.
0: But the but the pastry isn't the most important part of the meal.
1: Sometimes it is Sometimes it is. Sometimes, you know, you got a dessert lover, a sweets lover out there.
0: Yeah, I know, but it's not like you – I mean, you might go to a bakery.
1: But you could – I mean, you could ruin – you could ruin a whole dinner if you screw up the pastry. Yeah, but a sous chef, you can ruin the whole dinner the pastry, if you screw up the main dish. The pastry is probably going to be the last thing that they taste. So what if they, if they have a terrible main dish, but they like they're blown away by the dessert? That pastry chef just saved the night. Yeah, but if they have a bad Excuse pastry, the they're tip. leaving
0: with a bad taste in their mouth because
1: it's you know they had a great meal and a right. bad pastry. That's what I'm saying. It's it's a it's a lot of pressure. It's 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 pressure. Okay, well, it's, all it's pressure. It's a pressure situation. But like you I said, good at it.
0: but a pastry chef is cooking the stuff ahead. You're going to know whether or not your shit's good hours <laughs> before dinner starts. There's not a lot of you know danger. Either it's done or it's not. Do you think they
1: whip it up hours ahead of time?
0: Well, depending on what it is, yeah. Yeah. I mean the stuff takes time to cook. You can't just fire it up. It's not a steak.
1: Yeah, but you still got to be on it.
0: Now Matt, if you were asking me which would I like as a
1: career personally? Yeah, that is kind of what I'm trying to ask. Yeah,
0: yeah. cuz to me that's a different question, right? Cuz I can tell you which position I think is cooler or is better, but which would I do? Um gosh, that you know that actually is a really good question. I don't know the answer immediately. If someone was like Sean, we're gonna offer you to train you to be one of these two things, which would it be? I'd probably say a sous chef, because I do, I do think it would be more exciting and interesting and have more. Yeah.
1: All right. That would be my answer. Okay. On to the next one. M I six or am (laughs) I five? Okay. Remind me again of the difference. (laughs) Okay. James Bond is uh, an agent – a double O agent involved with MI6, which sure? is the international – they're the international branch of the um, the British military investigation services. OK. Um, MI5 deals with mainly domestic issues. OK. They're the domestic branch. Mm, gotcha. Uh
0: What was the name of the organization in Spectre that took over for MI6 after MI6 blew up? Oh. Because it had a different name, didn't it? Are you thinking of Interpol? No, it's not Interpol. They had some other made-up, fake-sounding name to it. They took over MI6? Joint Intelligence Service. Yes. I'm choosing Joint Intelligence Service. Okay. That's my choice. See, I think that they should have just and, then, added and the one nine letter. eyes committee.
1: It should have been the just it should have been the, the joint intelligent services team and it could have been gist. Gist. The gist. You get the gist. Yeah. Get, that's good. Yeah, they missed that opportunity. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yes, so that's my choice. So all right. All right. Um I'd take MI6 because I would much rather do international stuff. It just seems a lot cooler and a lot more fun.
0: Yeah, I think it would be pretty boring to just do, like, UK just stuff. The UK? Yeah. I don't know how much crime goes down
1: but there. But you probably – I mean, MI6, you're probably away from family for a lot longer. So I guess it's a – yeah. Come, hey, it comes with a job. It does. It comes with – it's on Her Majesty's Secret Service. So – um All right, Um, let me see. Which one do I want to do here? Okay. Um, We'll do this one. This could be a good one. The CIA or the CIA. The Culinary Institute of America or the Central Intelligence Agency.
0: Once again, I genuinely trust that you have a list of these, but they also continue to sound like you're making them up. (laughs)
1: I kind of combined the two there. The two previous questions we talked about the CIA the, the, or the, the C chef, I A, baking chef, a pastry I- chef, and secret services.
0: Um, what's
1: what's what's the what's the question? Which would you rather join? Which would I rather join? Say you had a you had a either a full scholarship to the Culinary Institute of America, full mm-hmm. ride for four years, room and board, everything paid for. Yeah, or you were secretly accepted into a top secret level of the CIA, the central intelligence agency, all that would be required is that you would have to attend training, but they want you for the job.
0: I think the CIA High level position, I'm going to choose the CIA. Which one? Exactly. Uh, I'm going to choose the central intelligence agency. I think they pay better. I think you're going to have a more stable career. You know, being a being a chef is not a particularly stable career unless you kind of become one of those famous, notable book cover type guys. Uh, not everybody can be the Bobby Flay of the world.
1: So yeah, and if you, I mean, you 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 got me into uh, the audio book, Kitchen Confidential. Yeah, and and you if you ever read Kitchen Confidential, yeah. So I know you've read it. It does not does not really make the the life of the chef seem particularly glamorous at all. No, very unpleasant. In any way. Frankly, yeah, very uh, quite the opposite. So And
0: yeah, so I think the CIA would pay well. Maybe I can get like a desk job or something, like a top secret desk job, you know, and file nice. paperwork and help 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 our country. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with that CIA.
1: Yeah, I I would probably go with the Culinary Institute.
0: Okay. And what would you what would you specialize in? What would be your specialty?
1: Oh, you know, I've thought about this. <laughs>
0: I'm not so. I really have.
1: I've thought about this long and hard. I think I would probably, I would probably specialize. Now, I've always had it. I've always had a dream, Sean, of creating a restaurant that fuses Italian cooking with Southeast Indian cooking. I've always had this this dream. And because I really do feel like the styles would complement each other tremendously. Uh-huh. Like imagine, like a beef vindaloo, um, penny vodka.
0: I I can't imagine that.
1: Like imagine, like, um, uh, um imagine like a like a sog paneer panini. Like, I just think it's, there's so many, there are just so many opportunities for, for these two culinary styles to, to intermarry. And I would love to, to use my degree at the Culinary Institute to finally make it happen.
0: Yeah, that is
1: a bold choice, Matt. I think that's great. But if I had to specialize, I don't know what the, like, I I would probably major in. Yeah, what do you what do you major in in the culinary? I know there's like, there's like a business school where you could like major in like restaurant businesses, like restaurant. All right, common cooking school majors. Uh, like, would I be a saucier? Am I like I'm majoring in it being a saucier? Because it sounds cool.
0: Yeah, it's like culinary arts. Baking and pastry arts and professional cooking. You sound like you could do professional cooking. That's what
1: I was leaning towards. Yeah. That's like, that's
0: like, um, that's more vocational. It's like for like hospitality industry and kind of like you wouldn't open a restaurant per se.
1: Yeah. I would, yeah, I'd probably, I would probably do that one. So. All right. All right. sean next one pictographic languages or phonetic languages Mm. pictographic hieroglyphs are cool Uh, hieroglyphs are cool all right um so you're going pictograph that's interesting i didn't expect that okay yeah Because hieroglyphs are cool? Because hieroglyphs are cool. That's it. No other reason. But what if you have a language like Chinese where there's like 6,000 characters? That sounds like a them problem. I didn't say I want to speak it. You asked me. That's the one that's cooler. Okay. All right. I buy it. Okay. All right. Let's do one more, I think. Um, All right. Let's do this one microwave or toaster oven for what? Which one would you rather cook things in? Just everything in general. This is, is, I was going to say, this is a good question for the rest of your life. Yes. You have no other kitchen appliances and no other kitchen appliances. Right. (laughs) A
0: toaster oven or a microwave that, you know, Matt, that's a pretty good question. Actually, (laughs) that may be the best one you've asked all night. I don't, huh? That is really interesting because with the microwave you obviously get speed but you can't cook anything in a microwave. There's some things you just can't cook in a microwave
1: no matter <laughs> I mean, how hard you try. Really anything can be cooked in a microwave if you if you, if you can guess, make it up put if you, the time up long enough.
0: Well, no, but it's like if you don't care about what it tastes like at the end, yes, anything <laughs> that, can be that's cooked. That's true too. Cuz yeah. cooking if you're defining cooking as like made to a safe temperature then yes, you can do that in a microwave. Making something, I want to bake cookies, you aren't going to do that in a microwave, unfortunately. (laughs) A toaster oven, I think you almost could bake anything. You could cook anything in almost in an oven,
1: in a toaster oven. I also didn't specify how large the toaster oven was. How large
0: is the toaster oven?
1: large as you want it to okay be.
0: well there you go Hit the size of a real oven um
1: <laughs> that's called cheating uh no uh, i it's got to be a standard toaster oven I, no more than i would say like the size of a bread box a little larger maybe i think i'm gonna choose microwave okay
0: because i think I think the flexibility you get out of a microwave, like defrosting, for example, and stuff like that, like you can't really do that in a toaster oven. Mm. I think the speed you get from the microwave and the power makes up for the lack of being able to just not do certain items, baking primarily.
1: I hear you. I... I surprised myself on this. I think I would choose the toaster oven.
0: Okay, I, I really, think it's a, really thought a I was going to microwave. No, but
1: it's, a, it's a fair choice. The toaster oven I think would replicate the uh, the missing appliances better. Yeah, I agree. Like a real oven or a stovetop. So, I you I know go I toaster oven.
0: I will say there was a span where my microwave was broken, and I had to like reheat leftovers and stuff in a toaster oven, and it sucked. It was awful it didn't heat right it took forever it was all it uneven oh it was it Mm -hmm. was a disaster and then and then the problem is you have to you can put these days almost any piece of your kitchen you know like plates or bowls or cups or whatever into a microwave you can't put anything into an oven because it's 400 degrees or whatever
1: right it'll just shatter and so it was
0: like i'm like what you know like the my plastic tupperware i can throw in the microwave for 30 seconds can you no, do that in a toaster help. oven? So <laughs> yeah. it was like such a pain in the ass to like move all the stuff into something I can bake it in, and yeah, that yeah. sucked.
1: Um, yeah. My next one is uh oh okay, sailboat or speedboat. It's also a good question.
0: Um. What, what's the question?
1: Which would you rather own?
0: Okay. Because that's different than which would I rather use.
1: Yeah. Which would I Let's rather you own? Could, yeah, you, you could own either one.
0: I would rather own. But the
1: sailboat, I'll, I'll even make I'll, make, I'll sweeten the pot. The, swale, the sailboat comes with a team of people that are willing to teach you and work with you to operate the sailboat. Oh.
0: I even if you didn't add that, even if it was just a sailboat and I got to figure it out, I think I'd still choose the sailboat. Really? Okay. because I think you get more uses out of a sailboat than a speedboat. I think it's a little more uh, universal. Now, if you ask me which one would I like want for a weekend or borrow from a friend? Yeah, definitely the speedboat for sure. The speedboat. But I feel like I'd get bored with the speedboat pretty quickly because there's not much to it. It's just go fast or don't go fast. Yeah. Um, and I think the, with the sailboat, it's, you got a little bit more of adventure, a little bit more action and excitement with it. Um, you can take it more places. It's easier to store. There's no motor or anything to worry about maintaining. Um, I think that would be an easier one to own.
1: Yeah, I, I'm actually for the first time tonight. I think I'm, I'm with you. I think I'd rather do the sailboat. I think it'd be a lot more fun It'd be a lot more of an experience um the speedboat I think would get it would get tiresome at a certain point.
0: Yeah, well it's just not I don't know, it just
1: goes fast. Like that's it's the whole, expensive it's, too. It's expensive. Yeah. That gas is expensive. Wind yeah, is those, free.
0: Well the maintenance, yeah, you, know, you gotta store it all winter and stuff. A sailboat's gonna be a little bit easier. Yeah. Um
1: with those kind of things. Can you just buy sailboat? This might be a dumb question. Can you like just buy them like what? What you think if you to go like get a license? Yeah, no, man, I, anyone no, anyone can. I mean, like, yeah, a lot of people buy yachts and and then they buy like speedboats. But yeah. like, can you just go out and purchase a sailboat and just be like dock it wherever you want?
0: Well, you can't dock it wherever you want, like um, at marinas and stuff. Yeah. But. Well, here you go, Matt. Uh, new and used sailboats for sale. So <laughs> let's see where <laughs> where sale. do you want where do you want to buy a boat? What state? um let's say Virginia. try iowa i'm gonna say virginia <laughs> help you out here yeah look there are all kinds of boat here's what's your budget all right um,
1: um i'm feeling i'm feeling pretty good let's, let's go like let's go like the five thousand dollar range
0: well all right i'm gonna regret sorting them by price low to high
1: can you buy a sailboat for five thousand, or is that like laughable? Okay, I well, don't know. I have a, no idea what the prices of the sailboats. So here are. is
0: a nineteen ninety three sloop. It's a hunter made of fiberglass, twenty four footer, six thousand three hundred ninety five dollars.
1: Oh, not too far off. Okay, it's a family. Okay. It's a
0: it's a family cruiser for entry level sailors.
1: That seems about right. Maybe I'll start with a kayak though.
0: Well, I kind of can't do it. Now, Matt, if you're willing to up your budget a little bit. Yeah. Right. How about this? It is a gorgeous 2018 Janau 51. It's a uh, 51 foot single inboard uh, cruiser. Half a million dollars. Wow. But it's a turnkey ready yacht.
1: I don't have to ever own a home. It's well equipped. Could live on the boat. It's got Wi-Fi. Oh, what do you need? Like that's it's got it. leather upholstery. Bring a toaster it, oven on with you and a you're set. V-
0: VIP cabin. Mm-hmm. A state-of-the-art onboard computer.
1: Could literally just live on the boat.
0: You can motor at nine yachts.
1: Nine. nine yachts. knots. I'm sorry. Yeah, nine, nine knots. knots. Okay. Yeah. Knots. Nautical. Yeah.
0: 110 horsepower. I mean, this is a friggin'
1: gorgeous that's a boat. That's a real that's a steal.
0: It's the Pamlico Breeze. It's the name, and it can That seems like a dumb. Like, if you were a rich guy, would you buy a boat?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I'd never use it. I. It doesn't matter if you're if you're rich. You just buy one. You I guess that is a it. very
0: good rich guy attitude.
1: <laughs> just buy it. Just buy it. Devil may care. Um, I had one more. Okay. For you here tonight close us out take Take us us home palm trees or pine trees which would you rather permanently have in your backyard
0: um well that's an interesting question if i take it at face value because I would say palm trees, but the issue is if I put a palm tree in my backyard, I think it would die. So I can't I guess I have to choose palm or pine. I have to choose yeah, pine.
1: I guess it's that's a, that's now by if we take palm. it in
0: a little more fun abstract way, which would I rather have in my yard, assuming they wouldn't die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. No, it's you gotta choose palm tree. I mean you, you can't have these pine cones everywhere, Matt. It's a damn nightmare.
1: <laughs> Why are the pine cones a nightmare?
0: Because they fall all over the place, then you hit them with the lawnmower, and they shoot out, and they break your minivan window, and it's not fun for anybody.
1: Yeah. See, these are these are homeowner problems right here.
0: They are. Well, you said put in my yard, and now a, a, a palm tree is boring. I do like pine trees.
1: Sean, as soon as I own a home, we need to have a homeowner podcast episode about, I'm- like
0: matt we can do own that now you, you don't even have to own a home because because <laughs> i'll be the homeowner and you be the lucky person who doesn't own a home and can ask me all kinds of questions about being a homeowner
1: yeah we'll have to do, do one of those uh it's a lot of your future
0: it's a lot of st- we that would be a fun present series where it's like this week floors yeah next week walls
1: and then we'll really get a lot of viewers
0: and by the time it's done you can <laughs> listen to it all and then build yourself a, ho- a whole house well, we're now a DIY uh, podcast. Sweet. Well, we've always done it ourselves, Matt. Mm-hmm. No doubt about that. That's it. All right. Good questions, Matt.
1: That's good. Yeah. Good Another stuff successful tonight.
0: this or that. I think mm-hmm. we learned a little bit about each other.
1: Yeah, these are always fun. We Not don't anything. do them nearly enough. But no,
0: no, our yearly tradition. we'll be back next time. year with more this or that. Yeah. And we'll be back next time with more great episodes of Up for Debate. What a fun July this has been. Yeah. Time has really flown. I feel. I feel like we. It's like we've done all these in one night. My goodness.
1: I know the flow is natural. Crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Crazy. Crazy. It's so got through them so fast.
0: Well, what an what awesome August ahead we have. So much good stuff coming down the pipe, but we got to wrap this up here. Up4Debate.tv is, of course, our website. You can go there and get all the information about the show. I won't bore you with the details. You know them already, but you can start there and get the show wherever you get podcasts. On behalf of Matt, I'm Sean. Thanks, folks, for joining us. We'll see you next time for another edition of up for debate